Hi everybody, what you're about to hear is a 20 minute preview of the simply syndicated show Shaken Not Stirred. It's all about Bond films, that's why it's called Shaken Not Stirred. Do you see what we did there? It's ever so clever. Anyway, it's a great show, we love doing it a lot, and there's loads of episodes of this show. We're going to do at least one per Bond film. This is just a preview of one of the shows. If you want to hear the whole thing, go on over to simplysyndicated.com, that's where we live, slash shows, slash shaken not stirred. There's menus and everything, you'll figure it out. And there you can see that you can buy all the episodes, or you can sign up to Simply Everything, which just costs a couple of quid a month and gives you access to everything we make. If you like James Bond films, you'll probably like some of the other stuff we do. Some of it's free and you can just download it. Enjoy that. That's great. That's yours. But some of it you just pay a little bit for. Okay. So, but it's supposed to be good. That's the point. So there's no ads in it either. That's also kind of, I'm just rambling now. Listen to the show. It's, we think it's good. So have fun. Hello, welcome to Shaken Not Stirred. I'm Rich, he's Nick. Hello. Today is a glowing example of what we've put ourselves through for you people. Now, I grant you, you never asked us to, and it was kind of my idea in the first place, and, uh, you know, this was going to happen, but it doesn't make it any easier. Holy shit, this film has a 6.8 on IMDb. Don't even lie. I'm not lying. Are you sure? Why would I make up a number like 6.8? It's right there. All right, what was before this? Hang on. It was... The last one You only was... lived twice, Yeah. right? What's that got? I'm, I'm looking now. I'm looking now. It has... Come on. 6.9. It's 0.1 better than on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Well, that's just not true. Well, you know what? I think... Um, I think... See, because people... <laughs> no, words, you, words, can't Nick, <laughs> you can't explain it. You can't explain it. Basically, like, before I watched this film again, I actually thought I didn't hate it. Right. But then I watched it again. I went, no, I, no, I was completely wrong. I, I do hate this film. I don't think it's the worst one. By a long shot. Really? I still stand by the fact that the worst one is Moonraker. Yeah, okay, fine. But... I never want to see this film again for the rest of my life now. No, I'm with you there. I'm the, with you. Wh- which, which film is it? Have we said it? On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I, I never need to see this film between now and my death. Whenever that may be. Uh, I'm done with it. There's no need to ever watch it. It was nominated for Golden Globe. Well, if that doesn't discredit the Golden Globes, I don't know what does. And it was nominated for... Uh, oh, no, no one interesting. Just Golden Globe. Most promising newcomer, George Lazenby. <laughs> <laughs> Nominated, didn't win. Oh, dear. Well, okay. I I don't want to... I've been thinking. I, don't, I know we've traditionally been sort of just going through the film bit by bit, and I, I don't think we can do that for this one. Okay. The, there's too many sort of things surrounding this it's too shit a film and it's two and a half hours long it's it's, it's a long film isn't it it's an epic epic it movie didn't, it didn't really want to end there were some elements i liked 
I, I can say that for it, but a lot I didn't. Let's talk about George Lazenby first, because this is the first significant change to Bond, really. This yeah. is a new Bond, and we've never had this before. Now we don't care. There's new Bonds every other week, but this was the first time it had happened. Yeah. And George Lazenby is Australian? Um, I believe. He is. He was born in Australia and moved to London in 18, uh, 18, 1964. Right. So. He was a mechanic, a car salesman, a prestige car salesman, and a male model. He was. He's quite chiseled, isn't he? There's no getting past that. He, I, I kind of didn't have a problem with him as Bond. He was a bit too chipper in the beginning. I kind of see point. There were some very chipper bits. I think he was going for the lighter side of Connery. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I think what what we've seen historically is that every time someone gets to be the new James Bond, the first film they do, <laughs> it sort of has, excuse me, it sort of has some uh, leftover elements from the last guy. Yes, yes. And, and it's even worse <laughs> when he actually says, the la- this never happened to the other fella. Yeah. I just it was unnecessary, but I guess it was a, a hat tip. Well, how do you handle the 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 actor change? That that's always been the debate. There was, it, I, I I think for some time with this film, they were going to say that Bond had had plastic surgery. Oh God! Because his face had become too well known, <laughs> and that was the explanation. So they were going to go with it's the same dude. It's a it's a good job they didn't, isn't it? Just. Because now things would be tricky. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a... I kind of like that they never really explained it. It's a bit like when a, a character gets a haircut, isn't it? In a, in a TV series or something. And they, they, they either go with a throwaway line of, oh, nice haircut. Or they just don't mention it. Yeah. I kind of... I kind of always liked the idea that Bond was a title and that separate people had this title over the years but they definitely put paid to that one with if, uh, with plot points in skyfall yeah and it was it's not meant to be that anyway and it kind of doesn't follow if you just watch the films enough um so we have a new guy an australian guy a male model never acted before kind of guy he he and, had been in one thing before this right which was called oh general hospital it was a tv series isn't that an American no, soap? No, no, sorry. Sorry, my, my mistake. He was in that in 1982, but the series started in 1963, so he hadn't done anything before this. Right, okay, I see. Um, he's done surprisingly... He's done much more than I would have imagined after this. I, you know, I've never seen him in anything that. else. No, I was looking at that, and then I decided that actually I wouldn't have seen any of these, no. And he's not done anything I've watched since i don't think oh except baywatch maybe super boy in 1990 i think i used to watch that team knight rider he's he's obviously friends with the hoff do you think that might be the case not a massive actor really i don't i didn't think he was bad um, he wasn't. The, but the terrible. problem is, the problem is that the film was that bad that I couldn't like him. Oh yeah, 
I, I'm with you on that. It wasn't bad because of George Lazenby. It was just really bad. Oh, I don't know. Do you think he made it worse? He didn't help. Like, mean, you, can have a, you can have a good actor in a bad film, but he didn't really shine as a good actor. I don't think anyone would have shone as a good actor in that film. Imagine it with Sean Connery and would it have been better? I, I don't think so. But then I don't think they would have made the changes that they did make if it had been Sean Connery. It would have been a totally different film. Yeah. I think they changed it just to sort of... Because it was a new Bond, new era, new movie, they changed it to try and get away from the Connery-esque side of things. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of some of the changes. The The opening credit sequence is, is very unique within the, the Bond universe. Um, very stylized. And, and and certain elements of like the fight scenes were there were sound effects there, yeah, and funny film tricks and and special effects that you you wouldn't expect to be there even now. <laughs> the only <laughs> the only comments I, I have about the title sequence, as you brought it up, were um, they used old footage in the titles again, yeah, um, and pointy nipples ahoy. I've got on there. Pointy nipples ahoy. Yes. A lot of pointy nipples in, in the uh, title sequence. I need to bring this men- this this film up on my computer so I can see it actually. Maybe that would be a better way of doing things. Bear with me. <laughs> and, then, and I think I think we discussed this the, the other day, but I'll say it again. I think you said it last time. The roughly shirt. All he wears is roughly shirts in this. I, I couldn't stand the roughly shirt. How was the Ruffley shirt ever a good idea? It just looked terrible. Absolutely yep. terrible. Oh, gosh, I don't have this film on my computer. I'm going to have to go to Google oh, Drive. I've got sake. it. Don't Sorry, want... it's trying to launch parallels now. Why is it doing that? You'll have clicked a link that only opens no. in Windows or something. What, an MP- M4V? I don't know how you've got that thing set up. It could be anything. Nor do I. That's the problem. <laughs> I will obviously edit around all of this. Of course you will. Oh, I even deleted it off. Oh, it'll be in the bin, maybe. What, the DVD? You threw it in the bin? No, the uh, the rip I had of it. <laughs> there it is. I can restore it. Let's do that. Uh, there we go. Oh, it's yes. two hours, 15 minutes. It's not two and a half. It's, it's two hours, 15. It's not... As to, it just feels like three three days, really. Right. This film. Oh, bloody Google Drive won't play. It wants me to download it. I'll start that going. It shouldn't take too long, maybe. 2.1 gigabytes. This is actually going to take for the rest of my life, isn't it? <laughs> Possibly. Hopefully we'll have finished by the time. Actually, we may well have done. Anyway, we'll carry on talking. Where were we up to? The the opening credits, George Lazenby. Yeah, I don't think it was worse. It, oh. it had all the usual tropes there of, you know, universal exports and walking into a trap in a hotel and... So a many bad, traps bad woman. Well, all actually, over. The, the first scene, though, is the, is the car the car trying to overtake him and he has to go and rescue the, the girl from the beach. Mm-hmm. Which is just such a 
weird scene. I don't think... Would Bond do this? I don't know. Well, he apparently did. Well, yeah. It, it was all very odd. The whole thing is very odd. It it just doesn't sit right at all. It It's like... Who commits suicide like that as well, just walking into the sea? And who who then takes that as an excuse to drive their car at breakneck speed across the beach for no reason? James Bond does. Yeah. It none of this makes any sense. I'm I'm totally no. bewildered. I'm having trouble because I'm kind of flabbergasted and 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 uneasy with the whole thing. It doesn't feel like a James Bond film in the usual sense. No. Um, the the whole thing is off. It's kind of like a, a just a parallel universe Bond film. Have you ever seen the the TV show Fringe? Uh, I saw. Yeah, I've seen seen some of it. Yeah, it feels like if when the the alternate world have made a Bond film, and that's what we're watching. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like something that came from this universe. And I, I don't know quite what to do with I it. I think I think I've worked out what what's happened. It was actually, uh, I, I think they deleted it, but I think um, there was an episode of Quantum Leap where he jumped into Bond. That that would make sense to me. I'm on board with that. <laughs> I, I don't know any other reasonable like, reasonable explanation for this. It, it, it's just so weird. It, it, it's just so weird that I, I have trouble dealing with it mentally. Um. It- it's got one of your favourite Bond girls in it, though. Diana Rigg. She was rocking in 1961. There's just no getting past this. That is, yeah. that is one hot lady. If anyone gets to marry James Bond, why not Dame Diana Rigg? From Game of Thrones, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, this, is, this, is, this is the movie that kind of breaks all the rules, isn't it? It's the movie where he falls in love. Yep. He gets married. He quits his job, and the girl dies. No, they, they a lot of girls dying in films, isn't there? But this one was his wife, and he he cries. He does. He cries at the end. What a what a what a shit moment to end a film on. By the way, yeah, I know. Let, let's just skip to the end because obviously, if you've not seen this one, <laughs> you you know that James Bond doesn't have a wife. So obviously, when he gets married, she's gonna die. Um, who ends the film on that? I I don't. But that that get is it. how the book ends, though. Then it's a stupid end for the book. Actually, didn't I read at some point that this is perhaps one of the more faithful, uh, book to film translations? I haven't read this one at all. I d- I don't know anything about it. It's been so long since I did read it. I can't remember. Gosh, it says here he was twenty nine at the time of filming. Wow, really? He looks as old as my dad in this film. He, he's <laughs> he certainly looks like he's in his 40s. There's just no way he looks six years younger than me right now. Wow. I'm I'm truly stunned at that. Wow, people looked older in 1961, 69, didn't they? That, that well, was, was, that, was that before, you know, modern day medicine and stuff? It, it was before <laughs> lots of stuff. Clearly, he was 29. Oh, that just makes this even weirder. In the bizarro parallel universe, people start off really young. and No, really old, and then get younger. It's the opposite way around. Right, okay. That's, That's what the 60s is, is it? Yeah, 
Um, it's so weird. I'm, I'm just weirded out by the whole thing. Do I sound uneasy and, and sort of distraught? I am distraught. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't feel my usual comfortable self, you know. I've got, I've got a couple of pages of notes here, but I'm looking at them going, none of it matters. What? None of this matters because basically <laughs> he goes and stays in some sort of weird brainwashing thing in a mountain. He's really, really shit at being a spy. Yep. Blofeld's in charge and he can't outrun a bobsleigh. Well, the, the, right. So hang on. We've got, let's examine the problems with this more closely. First of all, he spe- that, that is Blofeld. Telesavallis is Blofeld. Yeah. Leader of Spectre, all this. And Bond is in this house with him for ages. And why doesn't he just throttle him? Just why does it, kill Why does he get recognised? Well, that's the problem. They've met before. Yeah, they have in uh, You Only Live Twice. They meet in the volcano. Um, but he doesn't recognise Bond. I, I don't know what to tell you. Actually, that is mentioned in the trivia. I have read something about that, and it was to do with... Let's see. Because he put on a pair of glasses. Apparently, Connery was offered a million dollars to do this film, but said no. I wonder how they got him back for the next one. Maybe they offered him two million. Yeah, much more money. Um, George Lazenby was the youngest actor to put... Portrayed James Bond. By, like, ten years or more? Three years. Oh. Connery first started at age 31. Right. Um, but apart from that, it's almost ten years, yeah. Adam West turned it down? That would have been spectacular. Uh, that, was, that would have been amazing. No, that's, that's what was weird about it. I didn't notice until reading this trivia... That's what was re- weird about the opening sequence is that where we see Bond come along and do the, the sh- um, shooting the guy down the gun barrel thing, he drops to his knee. Yeah. It's the only version of the sequence um, where the blood goes down completely to erase Bond's image. It's little changes that just amount to a lot mm. when added it just, together. It just doesn't add up right. It all adds up to make it really weird. Although his his firing the gun thing wasn't bad. I do think Roger Moore's is the worst. Because he can't... The thing with Roger Moore is <laughs> he can't really move. He, d- he never looks comfortable in his own body, I think. Uh, so oh. when he does the big the spin round yes. and the fire, I always think he's going to sort of fall over a bit. He obviously never does, but... I always expect him to. It, it's he's very yeah. I never saw. We'll come on to Roger Moore, yeah, in, in an episode uh, or two. But it's. Uh, I I will say though, Rich, that you are almost on the money here. Um, this was the longest Bond film until Casino Royale in two thousand six. It's it feels very long, although I always thought Casino Royale can sometimes feel quite long. Maybe that could have been cut down a bit more, but it's not that bad. I, I felt maybe it, all the stuff in sort of Is It Venice at the end of Casino Royale, it, it just felt a little sort of, I felt the movie should have ended by now. 
at yeah. that part at that part but i i'm not you know it, it certainly it doesn't make it on a majesty secret service um this this is far worse than casino royale in every possible way what were right, we talking okay. about so, oh, why why blofeld doesn't recognize him i still yeah. haven't found it but i've read it it's something to do with just a screw up in the order of the books and the order that they did the films and that sort of thing um that said that makes it really sloppy because you're right, why doesn't Blofeld recognize him? Why doesn't he just kill Blofeld right away? How, mu- how many problems would that solve if he just did that? And there's nothing stopping him apart from all these women. But he doesn't do that. Um, the, the Blofeld escaping on the bobsled is an absolute joke. <laughs> all of it is an absolute joke. I mean, first of all... He's escaping, but he's not, like, driving away. He's going down a track, so just go to the bottom of the track and sort of wait for him. And then just get him then. Um, so there is that. But Bond chases him. The bit I did think was especially stupid about the bobsled bit was when Bond...